All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics blow out the Detroit Pistons 128-112, and this is a Sam Hauser game. What an unbelievable night. Uh, obviously had you know two great performances by the two superstars on the team, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and this one as well. Uh, going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, wrap up kind of where we are, what does the, the remainder of the week look like. Uh, but to, to start here, want to give player of the game to Sam Hauser. Uh, 24 points tonight, two rebounds, six of 12 from three, nine of 15 overall. So, I mean, you'll see that like three of three outside of three, uh, outside of his three point attempts. He had a couple possessions, just two beautiful, beautiful backdoor cuts from Sam Hauser that led to four easy baskets for him. Uh, had a beautiful up fake drive. Little floater right at the right towards the free throw line. Really solid uh, overall game for him outside of just his typical three point shooting. Uh, this was a this was a game where he didn't do anything in the first half. Uh, I mean, the first quarter. First quarter, he had zero points. He had twelve points in that second quarter alone. A couple like really good threes. Again, that transition three from Tatum, two of the easy backdoor cuts that I talked about, and then they just continued. Like he had another six points, two threes in that third quarter, and then an additional two threes in the fourth. So you want to talk about a guy that really just pulled everything together for this season? Sam Hauser is it. Uh, we've obviously seen some some pretty impressive performances from Grant Williams. Uh, he is, you know, the last couple games hasn't really been stellar. Uh, but Sam Hauser talk about a, a Celtics team that desperately, uh, needed a shooter with size. You know, we brought in Hayward, that experiment didn't really work. We brought in Gallinari for this season clearly hasn't worked because he's missing the entire season. Uh, so here we are back in the same position, needing someone that can go out, hit the three. And Sam Hauser has really stepped up. Is he a great defender? Absolutely not. Does he sort of hold his own? Eh. I don't know if you could really say that, but he's going out there and his plus minus is no joke. Like this is a, this is a guy that just continues. He's leading the team in plus minus, maybe not so much after today's game, uh, because Jalen Brown had a plus 25, Jason Tatum plus 16. Sam Hauser, this is actually his first game where he was negative, uh, which I kind of find hard to believe considering how well he played through the majority of today's game. But 24 points for Sam Hauser. This is exactly what every Celtics fan could have hoped for. We went through preseason. We watched Matt Ryan uh, really outshine. And, and I've said that during the preseason too. Matt Ryan outshined Sam Hauser during the preseason. Uh, Matt Ryan hit a 
game, well, it wasn't a game winner, but going into overtime, a buzzer beater for the Lakers. Uh, and a lot of people are like, damn, you know, good for Matt Ryan. That sucks that he's on the Lakers and not the Celtics. Sam Hauser is filling that role and some. Matt Ryan is not doing what Sam Hauser is doing for this team. So you got to give him a lot of credit in this one. This is a really solid game uh, for Sam Hauser. And honestly, it's it's a really solid season, really solid start to the season for him as well. Uh, outside of that, you know, I talked about a really good game from both of our Jays. Uh, I said I made a rule a while back. If the Jays combine 30 and 30, I'll give them split player of the game. I'm done with that. That officially is no longer a rule because I feel like it happens more often than not. Uh, the Jays, Jason Tatum continued his hot stretch, right? 31 points tonight, a rebound, five assists, a steal, a block, 10 of 20 from the field, solid. Five of 11 from three, solid. Six of seven from the free throw line, not as high as he has been getting, uh, but still really solid. Like this is a game where third quarter, Jason Tatum was absolutely unstoppable. Jason Tatum had five points at halftime. He had five points in the first, zero in the second, uh, but then went off and had 16 points in that third quarter and then shipped in another 10 in the fourth. So you want to talk about a guy being ultra efficient after the half. Jason Tatum has just done it all season long. Uh, but tonight specifically, this is a really, really solid performance. Only one turnover for him today. Uh, in fact, our starting lineup was stellar. Stellar with turnovers. Zero turnovers for Grant. One for Jason Tatum. Zero for Horford. One for Marcus Smart. Zero for Jalen Brown. So something that has plagued the Celtics all season, all, you know, really all the last three seasons, turnovers has, have been it, right? Now, Malcolm Brogdon did not have a good day with that. We'll talk about that in the second half. He left the game early, uh, right hamstring tightness. Again, talk about that in the second half. But as far as positives go, you look at this entire starting lineup, you had really, really good performances. Jalen Brown, I mentioned the zero turnovers uh, with a plus 25 leading the team in plus minus. 30 points, seven rebounds, two of which were offensive, three assists, and a steal on 11 of 19 from the field and six of seven from the free throw line. So even he was getting to the free throw line a lot today. And this is exactly what you want to see from you know both of the Jays. They're so efficient at getting downhill, getting into the lane, creating opportunities. Now, Jason Tatum has taken that leap and has gotten to the free throw line a lot. Jalen Brown still hasn't really gotten there, right? His numbers at the free throw line still fairly low, especially considering the amount that he's driving. So I love seeing Jalen Brown's free throw numbers go up a little bit in this one. And you know, the other guy that, you know, honestly, the whole starting lineup, I think, was solid. Al Horford was a perfect six of six from the field, 13 points, six rebounds, two assists, and a steal. So Al Horford at 36 years old is continuing to play at a really high level, a really high level. So solid game from him overall. 
I've already talked about it this season, but I love when Al Horford kind of plays bully ball. And it happened a couple times tonight. He had a really nice and one drive on Sadiq Bey. Uh, beautiful hook shot from Marcus Smart. Uh, but just had a, a couple of really just solid veteran moves today. Uh, and you just love to see it. You love to see it. And the guy that has really taken over player of the game recently is Marcus Smart. And the shooting numbers, not great. One of six from the field. However, when he keeps his shot attempts down, everybody's happy. We know he's not a super efficient shooter. However, what he was able to provide today, two points, uh, 11 assists, three rebounds, two steals. Again, and only one turnover. His assist to turnover ratio in the last three games is through the roof. This is three straight games of double-digit assists for Marcus Smart, all of which I'm pretty sure his turnovers were under three, maybe under two for that matter. I think he might be at four overall. So Marcus Smart is continuing to play at an extremely high level. And this is coming off of you know a stretch where Malcolm Brogdon was going out and looking unbelievable. And everybody was starting to question whether or not Brogdon should be starting over Smart. I've sat on this podcast. I've talked about it here. Malcolm Brogdon is exactly where Malcolm Brogdon should be, leading the second unit. Marcus Smart took this team to the finals last year, has proved that he can be that pass-first point guard. Uh, and although the beginning of the season didn't look phenomenal, offensively at least, defensively he looked great, the last three games for Marcus Smart, have been nothing short of spectacular. So really just another solid, solid game uh, from him today. Uh, outside of that, we had a, you know, a couple other solid performances. I think Derek White had a really solid game. Uh, again, we saw him go to the bench today. Uh, Grant started in his place. Eight points, eight rebounds, four assists. Right, So the scoring numbers aren't super high. But again, as I've talked about all season long, all last season, uh, Derek White does all the little things. And tonight, a lot of it came on the rebounding side of the floor, uh, but also just moving the ball. Derek White continues to get downhill and find guys. A couple of Hauser's threes came from White. A couple of really solid passes overall uh, from Derek White today. Had a nice steal. Uh, just looked overall like really solid again. Brogdon, the minutes that he played was solid. Nine points, two rebounds, an assist, a block. Uh, again, turned the ball over a little bit, not ideal, but he got hurt. Hoping it's not super serious because, you know, he's obviously had a history of being injured. Uh, so we got to work through that, right? But overall, this is a, this is a really, really solid game for the Celtics. 18 of 46 from three. Definitely shot a lot from three, uh, but shot 39%, which as a team, very good. Moving the ball, we had 31 assists today. 31 assists. And this is a game where both of the Jays had it going. So when you have both of the Jays feeling it, going into their bag, hitting some of those ISO shots and you're still as a team 
getting 31 assists, you know the offense is firing on all cylinders. Because in a lot of the games where, you know, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown go off, typically it's, okay, spread the floor, give me space, and let me operate. And while that certainly did happen at times today, it wasn't the case the entire game. The Celtics team, through and through, moved the ball really well. And honestly, it kind of it starts at the top. Jason Tatum with the five assists. Jalen Brown also with three assists. So it's not like these guys are going into their bag and just stopping the ball, right? They're continuing to move the ball at a pretty impressive clip. Uh, obviously, it's spearheaded with you know the team leader in assists. Uh, Marcus Smart, but when you have both of the Jays spreading the floor, creating offense for others, this Celtics team goes to a completely different level. Uh, And that's what you absolutely, you just, you love to see. Uh, As far as, you know, defense goes, certainly gave up, you know, a, a little bit more than you'd like to see on the rebounding side of things. So we'll talk about that in the second half, but Perimeter defense, I thought, was significantly better today. This isn't a a great three-point shooting team. This isn't a great team in general, the the Pistons. Uh, We held the Pistons to 21% from the three-point line. And this is another game where we outscored them by, well, let's see. We had 18 today. They had seven. That's 33 points from three that we outscored them by. So this is a another impressive performance from this team. Uh, overall, you know some of the things that we've talked about in the past, as far as you know negatives, things that we can improve on, has been rebounding and it's been turnovers. And overall, turnovers hurt the Celtics in certain aspects, but we were still at thirteen, which isn't a terrible number. Uh, again, would like to see it a little bit lower, uh, but overall. Solid win for the Celtics. This was a game that was very much in the bag early. Like we had a lot of Geno time today. And we also saw a lot of the bench guys. Like we saw some Vonley minutes. We saw some Justin Jackson minutes. Uh, none of which really amounted to anything. Uh, but it gives the, the Celtics the ability to really rest some starters. The fact that we're walking out of this game, Tatum played 32 minutes. Uh, Jalen Brown played 30, Al Horford 26. Like, this is a really good, I guess, rotation minutes game for this team. So, love to see it from them. I want to dive into some of the negatives. Keep that section short. Again, this is a really solid win overall. Celtics improved to 8-3 and three on the season. Uh, before we dive into some of the, the negatives, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today 
and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so let's dive into some negatives here. As far as the Celtics negatives go, it's been the same thing all season long. Rebounding was a piece of it. Turnovers have been a piece of it. Today, Celtics, and this is kind of like maddening to me because we opt to take Derek White out of the starting lineup uh, and we put Grant Williams in there. Thinking, naturally, the bigger you go, the better you'll get at rebounding. However, that really hasn't been the case. I already talked about Derek White today having his eight rebounds, huge. Uh, Overall, the Celtics got out-rebounded, 48-43. And that number, the total rebounds, isn't really what pisses me off about this game. It's the offensive rebounds. And this was another game where we just absolutely got killed on the offensive glass. 15 offensive rebounds we gave to the Pistons, uh, which is just far too many. It's, it's leading to way too many sec chance points we won today by 16 points this should have been a 30 point win the celtics had a huge lead we were up 24 at one point in this game and offensive rebounds come back to haunt us every single game and then you look at the off turnovers like we turned the ball over 13 times and had 15 points off of those turnovers so you look at the same problems that the celtics have really run into over and over and over and they're still here and this was a this wasn't a game a typical game for Malcolm Brogdon with his four turnovers typically very good with the ball you can count on him for you know moving the ball at a very efficient pace uh, without turning the ball over a bunch it's usually put back on the Jays because you know they're high efficient high usage players Tonight, both of those guys played really well. Uh, but it was Malcolm Brogdon that was turning the ball over. So overall, you know, these are still things that the Celtics need to work on. You know, I understand 
Robert Williams isn't here. That certainly helps with the rebounding. Uh, but again, it's just one of those things that the Celtics need to focus on fixing now. I don't think Robert Williams is going to be out much longer. It sounds like, you know, based off every report that he's probably coming back sometime in the next two weeks. So this could be an opportunity for the Celtics to really try and figure out team rebounding. And then when Rob comes, it's just gravy, right? Like it's just, it's just easier and easier when you get a high caliber rebounder slash rim protector like Rob. This isn't going to be a situation where these guys are flying in for offensive rebounds because Rob's going to out jump every one of them. I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, but still, it's something that needs to be fixed now. Uh, overall, outside of those two things, there isn't much to talk about as far as negatives. Malcolm Brogdon went down right hamstring tightness. Uh, again, hopefully. That isn't anything serious because he's been great this year. You know, you talk about the Celtics desperately needing a bench last year. We have an unbelievable bench at this point. 47 points tonight from our bench. Obviously, Sam Hauser, huge part of that with his 24. Uh, but when you have guys like Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon both coming off your bench, along with Sam Hauser that can hit that three, this Celtics bench, there isn't a huge drop-off. You know, Grant is going to be another guy going to the bench soon when Robert Williams comes back. So you've got Grant, Hauser, Brogdon, and White. That's a solid, like, nine-man rotation that every single one of them can be swapped in and out. And it's just great to see. You know, we saw... We saw Peyton Pritchard finally get some time today. It's not going to happen a lot uh, unless, you know, Brogdon's injury is a little bit more serious because, you know, obviously Brogdon and, and White are getting the, the bulk of those backup guard minutes. Peyton Pritchard got in, didn't really do much with it. Oh, of three from three. He did have a couple nice layups, but overall it's just, you got to feel bad for the guy. He hustles his ass off. Uh, Fan favorite, I love Pritchard. There's just not enough room for him anymore, and it's unfortunate. Uh, overall, though, really solid game for the Celtics. Again, 128-112 win over the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that's where I'm going to wrap things up here. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, it is right over here. I do that every time. That is the Twitter handle. Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Join our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Uh, and make sure to rate and review the podcast. Five-star, written review, everything helps. Uh, more ratings, more reviews, more people see the podcast. Happier sponsors. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we?